0: Resistance. In existence, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. We'll have tactics a pause match us. Tactics. Here's how we practice. The lost art of conversation.
1: David Jason. Hey everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And we've been off for. Uh A few weeks, yeah, longer than we've ever been off. I don't know, I guess, you know, when I go on vacation, uh, we can somehow manage to get shit done, but when Peck goes on vacation, he's like, fuck it, I don't have time for this podcast.
2: That's uh, basically true. Yeah, so that's what happened. Although, to be fair, you were also saying, fuck it, since I was in your presence, we could have done one together in a hotel room in Los Angeles and you refused.
1: That's true, but I thought that time was sacred. I didn't think we should sully it with a podcast. Um. Yeah, it was nice seeing you out here in California.
2: Fun all yeah. around. We got to see many hosts or co-hosts. That was fun. Jessica, David, everybody from your work. From Chronicle,
1: yeah. I mean, from my work. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Pat was out here visiting the land of the rising sun. And and uh, I
2: saw it rise three times. Damn, that's kind of sad.
1: I didn't, as Pat can tell you, I did, was never up that early. Um, anyway, we're back and, uh, better than ever. I wouldn't say that. I was going to say it's Brittany, bitch. Um, uh, anyway, this week we're doing, uh, what are we doing? Q versus A. Yeah. Or Pat versus John or whatever we want to call it. Or, uh, games part two. Um, we're doing questions. We're just, we're just going to interview each other. Since Pat, you know, has just returned from his vacation, we didn't want to. He couldn't waste time actually uh, consuming any media, so
2: especially a like a a long thing like a a twenty-five minute sitcom. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, who's got the time? Um. So yeah, that's what we're gonna do, and I guess uh, I'm gonna go first, questioning Pat, and then after the break, he will question me. Um. So, without further ado, let's get down to it. Okay, my first question for you, Pat, is a two-part question. Uh, so, this is kind
2: of one question, or is this two questions? Oh, no, it's
1: still it's still one question.
2: Am and I allowed to ask questions during my answer period?
1: I don't think there are any firm rules established, so I'm going to say no. Um, all right, my first question is, who the hell do you think you are, and how dare you?
2: I'd like to answer the second part first yes. and the first part second. Please, I do. dare because I I live. And I think I am Aloysius Fitzpatrick General the third.
1: G- Wait, is General your title or is it your last name? Next question. Okay. Uh, question number two. If push comes to shove, which and it, it always wouldn't... does. Oh, we, we took the opposite tack on that one. Uh, what did you say I said it it wouldn't um okay what would you say is your all-time favorite movie I know it's a dumb question because it's kind of stupid to say you have a favorite movie or song or whatever but just if you had to pick
2: something it's so difficult I I mean I think there's like like I always say and it's cliche I always say citizen King because it's so good and I enjoy it every time I watch it and it's like it's good on every single level but I don't know if that's the movie like favorite movie as if, as in what movie do I want to watch over and over again? I don't know if it's that. Ugh. I know uh, it's a tough question. A that's very, why I asked you. I, I used to say taxi driver a lot because, but that's, uh, that's, that's, that's even worse, but that's worse though because I don't want to watch that over and no, over again. No, you don't. That's, you definitely don't. <laughs> that's once every like decade or yeah. maybe not that rare, but every you know five I mean. years or so every three years. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, 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 it's a tough watch. And I think at certain times in my life, it wasn't as tough because I was, things were churning. But other times it is tougher. I don't know if that makes any sense. But anyway, it's 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 an excellent movie. That would be in the list. Um, so those two, uh, Star Wars, would be there too. Wait, the original Star Wars. Yeah. Not Empire. Uh, well, Empire is a better movie, but Star Wars is just what comes to my my mind first because it's first. Okay. Empire is a much better movie. Um, oh, what else is there that would be? Oh, there's, there's something that I'm not thinking of that's black and white that I love. Oh, Casablanca, another cliche, but it just gives me such joy. I think there's, with that, if I chose that, it would not just be the movie, which I love the movie and, but it would be the history of it, which is awesome. If you read all that, all the, the making of it and how everything came together and the acting, but also like a family story where my dad loved that movie and used to play it all the time. And I think I'll go with Casablanca just for the nostalgia. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That, that'll be my choice. And Bogart, come on. Yeah, well, yeah, and well, what's her name? Uh, oh,
1: god damn it! I just had it in my head too, Ingrid Bergman. Oh, okay, so it's not Charo. No, it's not Charo. I know. I, I, that's what I used to think as well.
2: It's uh, a weird movie too. It's, it's, it's a. I mean, it's a, a, it's a happy, sad ending, and it's that weird love story that doesn't feel like a love story. Bob Bob Odenkirk was
1: talking about why he doesn't really like that movie. Um, and he said it's because of that, like the flashback love story part, mm-hmm. he said just... he kind of takes him out of it. And, but, and I kind of know what he's saying, but I still think it's a great movie. Like,
2: yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree that that's a not necessary part of the movie, but it's still a great movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, that wouldn't make me say yeah, it's, it's it's not a good movie. Yeah. No, that's a good pick. Oh, well, those are all good picks. And yeah, so if if we do this Q and A in twenty minutes, my answer would be different. But that's my answer right now.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good pick. All right, uh, question number three: Andy McDowell or Hep C?
2: Gotta go with. Uh, is Hep C a version of Hi C? Uh,
1: we I think you can get Hep C from Hi C.
2: Oh wait, I have all my hepatitis vaccines, so I go with Hep C. It's yeah. It won't affect- like a
1: superhero it's the right answer whether you've had your vaccines or not i think
2: i don't even know why people dislike andy mcdowell i
1: like her because she's in a robin hitchcock song that's true but the song's really about gene hackman
2: (laughs) yeah well she appears so she's not liked right she's one of the actresses that people just dislike
1: yeah i think it's just an irrational dislike you know i don't think anybody has a real good reason for it um but I kind of fall into that camp too. She she just <laughs> annoys me if for no good reason.
2: Has she done? I I don't know if she's done anything lately to, to even no, she hasn't. Thought of? I think, oh, she was in Magic Mike XXL, which I didn't say. Oh, I didn't either. Um, I lived it. Why do I need to see it? Did you live it as as in you were one of the dancers, or? Were oh, I you... was a patron. Okay. Yeah. Should I have waited to ask that question for your? That period? should have been one of mine, but now you blew it.
1: Mm, shit. Okay, what are we up to? Question number four. Um, what is the best vacation you've ever had? I I got to say the vacation I just took. Really? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was better I than mean, like going overseas or anything?
2: I only went overseas once, and that was a great time. So that would be, yeah, that was a great vacation too. It's, it's tough to pick. It's, it's so different because this last vacation I took was, there were so many friends that I saw, and it was a lot of, you know, being able to catch up with people and reestablish relationships. So that was great, but also just California is, as everyone knows, is a great state to visit. And we did so many fun things like Disneyland, magic castle, all the fun stuff in Oakland. I took a train, that went off the coast. So I did a lot of great things. So I would put that up there, but you're right. When I went to Ireland, that was, yeah, that was life, life changing. Like I made, I went with family in, uh, when I was like 20, 21, 22. And, uh, I went for two weeks The because my grandmother had told all her kids that she was going to Ireland and they were going to set things up so she could do it for like six months. And each – while she was there, they would stay with her so she could stay the whole time and have someone with her. So we, during our time, um, I went by myself for a week and just kind of traveled around Ireland and went to Cork and went to Dublin and just had a good time. But then at the second week, I stayed – with my family in, in the cottage in like this little tiny town and called Portumna in Ireland. And we like, just had a great time with all my cousins and it was, we just like, I think since then we've always have something to go back to when we hang out. It's like, Oh, remember the time where we were in Ireland and did this or did that. And it's, it's just fun. Like, um, Ken M was one of the ones that was there. So, Oh, uh, it was it so it was good people too. Friend of Anyways, the show. Wait, I don't know if he listens. I to don't. The show. I don't think he listens to the show. But oh, friend the fuck of... you, Can Am. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that was a great vacation too. So, but this, I think, I guess this one's most present on my mind. So I'll say the most, the trip to California.
1: Did any of your co- so you had cousins in Ireland?
2: Just visiting. Nobody lived there.
1: Oh, oh, nobody lived there. Right. Wait. So why did you guys pick that town?
2: I just researched. It was a like. Uh, a cottage to rent
1: out. And but people... you guys have, like, you have uh, Irish ancestry, right?
2: Nobody there. Ever, I think people came over, and I don't know. Oh, so I can... everybody
1: was, was American-Irish. Correct. Okay. Did you, all right, here's a, a follow-up question then, uh, which will count as one of my questions. When you were in Ireland, did you walk around saying, shillelagh me boy? <laughs> no,
2: but when we were drunk in dublin tim and ken and i and this was on my behest and they didn't like to do it but i wanted them to do it we tried to get people to say magically delicious and nobody would <laughs> they probably don't even know it over there <laughs> they still wouldn't say it the, the one girl was like what is that from was, well who cares to say it i'm not gonna say it so <laughs> ah well
1: <coughs> excuse me you know those catholics they don't believe in magic
2: and then uh, in 2017, there's we're going to go back. Like our family's going to go back, and I'm hoping to extend it to a, a longer, longer European vacation in addition to Ireland. And I've, in fact, friend of the show, I think I don't know if she listens, but friend of us on Facebook invited me to stay with her in London. So that's exciting, Fran. Oh,
1: Fran. Hmm? Um, yes, the, the little, uh, the little British
2: pixie. Yes. Yeah, and oh, that- so. I'm I'm thinking maybe she put that on Facebook as like a prank and then when I get there I'll have no place to stay, but that'll be a good story. You can stay in the uh
1: Googe Street station. It's it's nice and tidy. Uh all right. Um so where were oh magically delicious. I like how you said drunk in Dublin, like that's not redundant. Um all right. Next question. Hmm, should I do something serious or something huh? Well, you know, I think we already discussed this once, but we'll do it on the air um, because I find your answer perplexing. <laughs> God, uh, this is going to be a
2: religion question.
1: No, no, no. It's. Uh, would you rather be deaf or blind? Now,
2: <laughs> I thought more about this. I, I'm not as, I'm not as strong with my answer as I was when you answer asked it originally. Originally, I just thought immediately. I said. I said I'd rather be deaf because you can read, you can watch movies and read the subtitles and you can just see the world. And I'm kind of leaning towards that, but then I thought more about it. I think you miss out more on life if you can't hear.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, to me, the main thing is music, like no more music ever. Yeah. And you can at least, you know, uh, you can at least read, like, listen to audiobooks and stuff, and you know, movies who cares? You can listen to the dialogue, you figure out what's
2: going on. That's true. And I mean, I'm already a fan of old time radio, and that would fit right in being blind. Yeah, exactly. I think the question might be more interesting not more interesting. It's I think it's interesting either way, but a, a different flavor of it is you don't you're starting from scratch. Like you don't know what it's like to be, Oh. which do you choose? I don't, I think that one might be, I don't know if that's easier or harder.
1: I think I would still choose blind.
2: Oh, I think I would definitely choose blind if I'm starting from scratch. I think it's hard. No. So yeah, I'm, I'm answering my own question. I think it is more, more difficult to choose if you know, because if you don't know what it's like to see, you'd rather hear because I, I think you're more aware of your surroundings with, with, with hearing. Like, if you can't see something, it's not a big deal because you're only seeing straight ahead. But with hearing it, you have all the 360, everything around you. Yeah. So, and,
1: yeah. you know, if you're blind, you got to cross the street. The things beep and shit. So, you know, you're all good. You're taking Yeah, your and birth. you always have the Boy Scouts helping you. Yeah, and old ladies. All right. Uh, next question.
2: Ideally, how old would you like to live to be? Ideally, I want to get into the, the immortal world, singularity, and I have my consciousness put into a, a rocket ship and I'm alive forever. Oh, would you really want that, though? I think so. Man, I think I would get bored. No, because you're in that rocket ship and you're going to all co- other kinds of civilizations and you're finding out, you know, the color blue in planet Verplot really looks like yellow. Yeah, and but... And that blows your rocket ship mind.
1: But I think you you misunderstand how long that trip's going to be. Nah. Because you're going to be sitting in a rocket ship, just...
2: But I will be the rocket ship, so the whole time I'll have stuff to do. Like, ooh, temperatures are not good. Hal, would you like me to fix the temperature? And then, you know, the guys I don't like, I can fuck with. Oh, so
1: he, so Hal Holbrook has also uh, put his consciousness into the, the rocket ship.
2: He actually put his consciousness into an android that looks exactly like Mark Twain.
1: Oh. Because he has that fetish. Yeah, he does. He's really in love with Mark Twain.
2: Um. But without the singularity, I would just say, like, I don't know, 80.
1: Yeah, 80 seems good, right? Then you're, you're still, like, basically okay physically. But, you know, after that, it's, it really starts deteriorating, I think, to a point where you you just can't rely on yourself.
2: Depending on the person. I mean, some people are... are like...
1: Some people are robust, yeah, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, but in general, on average, I think 80 is about where you want.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I don't would...
2: think I'll make it to 80, but we'll see. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't used to think I'd make it to 30. Yeah, well, I, I've I've talked about this before. I I had a, a vision that I was going to be dead at 25. And this wasn't a joke. This wasn't like a, a depression thing. I mean, it was a part of that. But I was pretty sure that 25 is when I was going to die. And it was that year was really weird because it was that was the Y2K year. And oh, uh, I thought I thought, that, I thought I was for a long time. I was like, well, maybe that's what's going to take me out because I, I had a dream <laughs> the, when was... K yeah, yeah, yeah. the internet's going to take you out <laughs> I had a dream when I was a kid that that's what was going to happen and it stuck with me for a long well until I was 25 and it's not like I lived my like I wasn't riding motorcycles without a helmet and jumping out of airplanes I was just like well I guess that's going to happen but I, I hope it doesn't
1: I had a dream when I was a kid that there were these talking colors and that shit still hasn't come to pass
2: So <laughs> that would be cool we know what grape sounds sounds like. Grape. Yeah, the color.
1: I didn't know that was a color, but what does it sound like?
2: <laughs> See,
1: my my dream it was like a fever dream when I was a kid, and it was actually really scary. It was like a orange and a blue. They were just like blobs, and uh, one had a really super high pitch voice, and the other one had a really low voice, and uh, they were just talking to each other in gibberish, and it freaked me out. I'm sad that that's scary because your description makes it sound really fun. I know. Well, that's the problem with dreams, isn't it? Like, yeah, you, nightmares especially—they sound stupid when you describe them to people. Um, what is your? What's your your fear? Your phobia? Everybody's got some kind of.
2: I don't think I have a phobia.
1: Really, you, you don't mind heights. You don't mind spiders and bugs. You don't. Nope. Really, claustrophobia.
2: No, I guess I, I would mean... hate
1: to be buried alive. I think that would suck. Oh yeah.
2: Well, is that a phobia? I mean, no, that's... that's kind of irrational.
1: <laughs> I asked I asked a friend of mine this once uh what his greatest fear was and he said a man with a white face standing outside my window at night. And I was like, that's really oddly specific, dude. And probably not something that's And it's come not up.
2: something you should tell someone because that could easily be made to happen
1: yeah well exactly especially with us and the way we used this guy we used to like always have parties at his house and he'd be the first one to fall asleep and then we would go uh squirt mustard all over him and stuff while he was sleeping <laughs> he would always get pissed off at us
2: i think a lot of the stuff that i used to fear came to pass and it wasn't that bad so i don't really have that many fears anymore yeah so sorry i don't have like height or anything like that i, I love heights yeah, I like heights too.
1: When when you're on a uh, here's a follow up question. Like when you're on a really tall building, do you get the uh, impulse to jump off? Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think everybody must.
2: I think so. I mean, it's not. It's not even in a like a, a suicidal impulse. It's just no, like, no, yeah, really crazy and fun. But yeah,
1: our brains are stupid. Um. All right, I'm trying to think of like. You know, this is a pop culture show. I gotta think of more pop culture questions. Um, huh, let's see. Uh, what? Okay, we've talked a lot about sitcoms, but like, what's your? What would you say would be your favorite drama show? Again, a dumb question. I know there's a ton of them, but like, if you had to pick one, there has to be
2: something like. Well, well, since
1: you haven't seen The Wire yet, <laughs> which would be the right answer. Uh, well, yeah. I'll,
2: well, I, I, I mean, the easy answer is Veronica Mars, because that is, I don't think there's anything better than that as far as that, as far as that kind of show, but I don't know if you, you would call that a drama. I would. I mean, I, yeah, it, I'd it, count it
1: as a, anything an hour is a drama, I would say. Okay,
2: so I'll, I'll go with that, because, and I would not feel guilty about choosing that. I'm sure there's other, like The Wire, what I've seen is probably better, but I don't think it's as enjoyable, if that makes sense. Yeah, oh yeah, it does. So I would go with that, and it's a shame that. I is good, but it doesn't come close. And everything uh, Kristen Bell has done since then, I have liked because Kristen Bell is in it. But nothing's come close to that character. Um, all right. As far as, far as sitcoms go, are we, oh no, right. go ahead. Yeah, I had this idea of putting together, like all my ideas, I'll never do it, but of, of putting together a a like a, a tumbler or something of the top, like. 300 sitcoms of all time, and I think that would be really fun to put together. Especially because if you're if you're going with a huge number like that, you can talk about crappy stuff. That like last night, I was I was with my friend and we were talking about Perfect Strangers. So having an excuse to talk about Perfect Strangers would be fun. But it would be
1: hard to fit that into the best top 300.
2: You think there's that that number is too small?
1: I know. Yeah, it's well, maybe not.
2: Because 300 seemed like a really big 500. It just seemed like a like it seemed like something would take a long time, but the lower numbers would be more fun to talk about because everyone talks about Seinfeld or or Cheers or whatever because that, that would be in the top, or, yeah. top 25, but nobody talks about Perfect Strangers. Well, people do, but it's, you know what I mean. Just talking about the stupid stuff that was out during the 80s would be fun.
1: Um, yeah, do you think Family Guy would make even the top 500 for you? I mean, it would almost have to, I guess, because I can't... I, th- that's I think why you start running out of
2: shit. Well, not only that, but I feel like the bottom, The bottom. a lot of this list would be Difficult because I wouldn't be just talking like subjectively, I'd also be putting objective things in there. So I would look at a list and say, if a show's lasted more than five years, it has to be on the list. Yeah, Yeah. so Family Guy would be on there, and Big Bang Theory would be on there, and (sighs) other or what's that show with Charlie Sheen at uh, two and a half men? Two and a half men would have to be on there because it was such a long lasting show even though i don't care for the comedy it had but it was long lasting and it's kind of interesting that they were able to change the cast and still be a, a super popular show so that's an interesting thing to think and talk about but although it's not for me an interesting show to watch no it's not
1: i mean it's not for anybody unless they're no, really, people really like stupid
2: <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far really stupid so if you have uh i don't think you 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 keep carrying on it but the last episode i don't know if it was the last episode but of a, a a recent episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia might have been one of the best ever. It was so funny.
1: Oh, so. no. What? Uh, shoot, I'm going to have to look for it. Ponderosa versus the McBoyle Brothers is what it's called. Oh, anything with the McBoyle Brothers. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that will be interesting because when you think about it, like before the 80s and then barely even then, there were only the three networks that you had to choose from for uh, sitcoms. So there weren't really that many.
2: Right, that's true. and Well, in addition to that, there weren't many of that good ones, but the ones that were good were really good. I mean, we talked about the 70s ones, but even stuff in the 60s like Dick Van Dyke or um, uh, even before that with the Honeymooners, there was some good stuff you could pick and choose out there. Yeah, that's true. Or awful, terrible stuff like Amos and Andy. No, actually, I take that back. Amos and Andy gets a bad rap. I've never seen it. Um... Amos and Andy, the TV show gets a bad rap because of the radio show was so reprehensible. But the TV show is not as racist as as you think. But wasn't it white actors? No, that's the problem. The radio show was white actors. The TV oh, okay. show was black actors. So the TV show, just by virtue of that, was not as reprehensible as the radio show. The radio show just is such a terrible idea and so terrible, it, it makes everything else bad in comparison. But the TV show, while bad, is at least had a representation of, of, of black people on TV, which wasn't happening at the time. So I just don't... I think it gets a bad rap because of the radio show, and it gets a a well-deserved bad rap because some of the characterizations were definitely racist, but it wasn't as bad as the radio show.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I mean I'll most likely never watch an episode of Amos and
2: Andy. Well, you'd have to actually seek it out to do it (laughs) because I don't think Antenna TV is not putting it on. And I think in my life, maybe I've watched half of one. So it's not like I'm an expert. Maybe it's worse than I think. I just know it's not as bad. The radio show is terrible. The radio show is, I don't understand. I have
1: heard the radio show because I used to buy like those big old packages of old time radio shows like on cassette. Mm -hmm. Um, They used to sell them like at drugstores and shit. um, And I would pick them up and it was, yeah, even, even at a young age, I was like, oh shit, this is not cool. Yeah, and uh, I,
2: I, at the time, I don't even understand. I mean, I, at the time, they're having other radio shows where it's like these overdone Italian accents, and but still, it's just... Ugh. Anyway.
1: Yeah. It's overdone Italian accents be like, G'day, mate! Exactly. Yeah, all shrimp on the barbie and shit, playing into cultural stereotypes. Well, yeah, I that... Hmm... So, favorite drama, Veronica Mars, I think that's where we started. That's that's a good pick.
2: You know, yeah, I, I, I can't argue just, with that. What would you pick as your favorite well, drama? Well, I'd pick The Wire, for sure. Oh, um, yeah, that's easy. I mean, really, The Sopranos is a good choice, too. Yeah. And Breaking Bad. But I have... Uh, the Sopranos, I've watched pretty much all of it, but Breaking Bad I haven't finished. But it doesn't matter. I would still pick Veronica Mars over Breaking Bad, even though Breaking Bad might be a better show.
1: I think... Yeah, I think... I think actually... I know I'm in the minority on this, but I think The Shield is a better show than Breaking Bad, and it's basically the same arc, but The Shield is more intense with it. Um, but, you know, they'd all be in my top five. Did you see Deadwood?
2: First season. I haven't seen the second season yet.
1: I like it. Yeah, Deadwood's good, too. Um,
2: they're talking about bringing it back?
1: Yeah, they're going to do a movie, I guess. That's cool. I, I really like Timothy Olyphant.
2: Yeah, me I... too. He's good. Like, did you ever watch any Justified?
1: I did. Like I told you, I couldn't get into it. I like. I even started rewatching the first season, and I was like, ah, oh, the...
2: you still couldn't get it. Okay, I couldn't. It's like
1: bad. it's like okay, but not. Maybe
2: good if you watched me. the season with Margot Martindale, it would grab you, because the first season is is not as good as the, the other seasons. Anyway, you don't have to. There's plenty of other things to watch. But he's so good in that that he carries a lot of of, of the weight.
1: Have you watched uh, Love?
2: Not yet. I oh. we were just talking about that last night. Have you watched it?
1: Uh watched the first episode. I'll watch more.
2: Yeah. All right. Old Gillian Jacobs? Gillian Gillian.
1: Gilly. Gilly. Um Alright. Best concert you've ever seen. I'm staying away from the more ridiculous questions, actually. I'm like, well eh, let's let's get real.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I've gone to a lot of good concerts. I don't think I could pick one. There's, they're they're different in so many like different levels like G Love and Special Sauce, he puts on a great show. And what's great about his shows is I don't know if he, he still tours or whatever, but there used to be always was a good opening act. Not always, but every time I saw him was oh, so always was a good opening act. And he'd bring him out to perform like at the end of his set. Which I I always I think that's neat when there's some kind of uh
1: you know, it's not just separate camaraderie sep- between the acts, yeah. Act, yeah. yeah.
2: And some of the time, the the opening act was not famous, so it was like kind of cool that they're up. Not that G-Love was like a superstar, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So he was a good show. Every time I saw Bell and Sebastian, it was enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's it's weird, like with concerts, especially because being a great live band doesn't necessarily translate to being a great band on record. Right. Yeah. Because like some of the some of the best shows, like well, Prince is but the best I've seen, which is not surprising.
2: No, and I've never seen Prince, but I'm everybody says what you say. Yeah.
1: Speaking of which, uh his ass is playing here tonight in oh. Oakland, two shows and uh him piano only, Prince at the piano. Oh my god, that's awesome. And tickets were sold out as like Viv and I, he's doing two shows. We both went online as soon as we went on sale for both trying to get tickets for separate shows, could not get them. Um and he announced it of course like Wednesday, so you know. He announces the shit four days before and just so did, creates all did, this hype.
2: Was there like if you're a fan club member, did you get like early? I don't think so.
1: Um, oh. They did. He's doing a thing where you have to bring your credit card that you paid for it with um, to the show, so to discourage scalpers. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know. Like, it pisses me off because we were both online. Both trying for separate shows. We were, like, waiting five minutes before they went on sale. As soon as it went on sale, we clicked and they were gone. Like, I don't... sucks. I don't know how that happens. Like, I feel like Ticketmaster has some, like, inside people doing shady shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, or it could just be outside ticket brokers using bots, but I don't know how they get around the credit card. The credit
1: card, yeah. Um, Yeah, anyway... Uh, yeah, but it doesn't like. But other than that, like some of the best actual live acts I saw were like Midnight Oil and Fishbone, you know, who I wouldn't. Who wouldn't be my favorite bands by any stretch?
2: Oh, well, that reminds me. This will be the best show, not because. I don't know if it was the best time, but it was the most different show. I saw Man or Astro Man in LA. And oh, because they,
1: they're totally fun, yeah.
2: They're super fun. They never break character. They're in robots or astronaut suits the whole time. At the end of the show, there's no. Well, my favorite thing is because I I hate encores because I think they're so fake. Like when I first started going to concerts, I thought they were awesome because like if we cheer, they're going to come back. But then when I realized that they're going to come back no matter what you do, I started hating encores. Even though it's nice to see them play more. But anyway, they didn't have an encore instead of an encore, they just brought out a Tesla coil and everyone went up on stage and touched Tesla coil, <laughs> and it was super fun. So I'll I'll say that's my best show because it was the most different. Yeah,
1: I saw I remember seeing um, the Smithereens in '88 at the Fillmore out here and. uh they were just super fun, too. Again, like, not a not going to be anybody's pick for their favorite band, I wouldn't think. But, you know, they were, like, come out into the audience and play and just, like, super fun show. Um, so, yeah, you never know with that kind of shit. Um, well, ah, shit, your man and astro man reminded me of something. But now I can't remember what, so. Well, I said it wrong anyway. It's man or astro man. Exclamation point.
2: Well, I thought it was a question mark.
1: Yeah, no, it is. Damn it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I know. I don't know what it is about Midnight Oil. Well, it's it's kind of the same thing with Prince. I think, like, some people are just, like, super professional, but not in, like, a, a bad way. You know, not like, not like they're, like, Prince is still fun, even though he's super professional, you know. And same with Midnight Oil. They just, like, they have their shit down. And they kind of blow you away with it. Anyway, um, all right, that answers that question. Uh, next question, I don't even know what number we're on. But my next question for you, all right, should I do a serious or should I? Uh, uh, how about this? Uh, have you ever had a homosexual experience? <laughs>
2: yes but why are you asking this
1: i don't know because a lot of people have i have not but i know that a lot of people have and there's also a thing where like a lot of people have like weird uh like fumbling not fumbling that's the wrong word um exploratory early experiences with siblings and shit which i didn't know was a thing and which is no kind of creeps me out
2: but. I was I was in my 20s and I met someone and it just it wasn't like a full it was just like making out that kind of thing and then I was kind of weirded out of not weirded out I was just like what, what does this mean? Yeah. I don't know what this means? And I was talking to actually Pat friend of the show. I was like what what, what does it mean? I don't maybe I'm in these things like maybe oh, this is why I, I said maybe the fact I did this means this is why I, did, I had so much trouble with women. I didn't like them and he's like I've known you for 10 years. You're obsessed <laughs> with women. has nothing to do with that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think it's that's just that happens. just called being in your
2: twenties. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Why did I ask you that? Because it's
2: an interesting question. <laughs> I felt like the the spotlight was on me. I didn't know it was going to be so personal. Yeah,
1: well, you know, you never know what's going to happen with these twenty questions. <laughs>
2: and you, I, ha- I mean, by
1: law, I have to answer them. You, it's yes, you are under oath. Um, and under oaths of Holland Oates.
2: Thank God. It's not all.
1: All right. Uh, what is. Wait. Yeah, no, this is a good question, actually. Actually, none of these are good questions. Uh, They're all good questions. But what's your favorite uh, ethnic food? By ethnic, I just mean not American cheeseburgers and shit.
2: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I love Mexican food, and I, but I really. I've become obsessed with ramen, and that's not Mexican. I don't know. I like lots of different ethnic foods. I don't think I would choose one that's my favorite. Yeah. All right. I guess that's
1: fair. I would choose Mexican.
2: Yeah, but you have such easy access to Mexican. I know it's, it's true.
1: Uh, I also do like like second place would be a tie with basically everything from Asia, including India, <laughs> like Korean, Thai, Cambodian. Well,
2: And I think it's difficult for me because I have these weird diet restrictions, so I like to choose things that are easy for me to get stuff, and stuff like Mexican is pretty easy because they don't mind taking stuff out. But something like – like Thai food is not bad, but there's some Asian foods where it's just like it's all a big mess in there, and I can't take the stuff I want out. So I think I would enjoy it, but I can't get it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, a lot of Asian – like Asian cuisine for the most part is like always a mix of like – meat and vegetables and stuff so right yeah yeah
2: um,
1: all right let's see huh oh well here's just something i don't know uh how what kind of student were you in like uh like junior high and high school were you were you like straight A's were you
2: what uh, honors I, I don't think i was straight A's but A's and B's okay and there was it was that that period where it was still not that
1: hard yet yeah we didn't have to take all the weird te- like we just had the sat that was it
2: oh what te- i don't even know i just meant like you know how stuff gets difficult i think in high school things hadn't become difficult for me i don't know about testing but it wasn't like until college that things were difficult
1: oh. like i didn't have to work hard is what i'm saying yeah no i, I No. i'm exactly the same i didn't have to work hard at all uh, I was on our society as well. Um, well, it, AP took AP classes, um, which is also different now. I think like it's a, I don't know. It's all a weird thing. Like you could take AP classes and um, it would count toward college credit. Mm-hmm. Um, back when we it's, took them. But now I think, I don't know. It's all, I don't know. When there, we
2: took them, you could, it would count for college credit, but you had to pass the, you had to pass the actual
1: test after you took the class.
2: Yeah, you had to get a 4 or 5 in it for it to yeah, be honest, right? yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and now I don't know, they're so into standardized testing now. They take like I don't even know what. The PSATs, the LSATs.
2: I think they they changed I don't changed know why the they bus- have
1: law school admissions tests, but you know, they do.
2: Was that a lawyer joke
1: isn't everything. What do you call Objection! a Objection. What do you call a bus Look, what, what I'm not the one on trial here. What do you call a bus little lawyer? It's going over a cliff. Tragedy? Yeah. It's really sad. Nobody should die that way. Um, all right. Now I'm trying to think of... I kind of ditched all my dumb questions. Well, um, <laughs>
2: Get ready, everybody. The second half will be all dumb questions. Good.
1: Okay. If you had to choose, sci-fi or mystery?
2: Oh, that's not right. I know. Oh, that's just not right. I know.
1: And yet you're under oath, and you have to answer.
2: I think I'd choose sci-fi. Oh, I knew you would. Just because there's so much crap that's mystery. There's more crap that's mystery than there is crap that's sci-fi. Really? You think so? Oh, yeah, because you go to that section where it's all those, like... Uh the, there's, there's like series. Jonathan Kellerman and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like half the mystery section. I mean, there is awesome mystery, but there's so much. It's it's easier to find a good sci-fi novel than it is to find a good mystery novel by virtue of how popular they are. That may be true. Sci fi novelists are better writers than popular mystery writers. But I love mysteries too. So I think we're to me into
1: it. I know. To me, overall, I think the best mysteries are better than the best sci-fi. But you have a point with what you're saying as well. So, yeah, that's that's a toss up. Um, All right. I think I'll do one more question. All right. Let me try to make a come up with a good pop culture ish one. Oh, okay. Uh, If you. All right. If life is an episode of Seinfeld or the series Seinfeld, which it kind of is. Uh, which character are you and which character am I on Seinfeld?
2: That's a good question.
1: Yeah, it makes you think.
2: I don't, I don't know that either of us really fit in as one of the characters.
1: No, that's why it's fun. I mean, you, you just kind of have to be like, oh, it's kind of, I can kind of see this, but.
2: I think you would be the Seinfeld. Okay. Kind of the sane, sane one. I would be. That's sad. I would be the Kramer or George. I mean, you want to be Kramer. So I I don't think, no, be I Kramer. think
1: you. I think you're Kramer. Yeah, much more than George. <laughs> well,
2: you, yeah, because George is kind of an asshole. Yeah, you
1: don't have the petty annoyances like that.
0: <laughs>
1: Did you ever read that Reddit thread? Uh, the most George Costanza reasons for breaking up with somebody. <laughs> oh, holy shit! It's hilarious, dude. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that that does it for my questions. Oh wait, you know what? Let me
2: let me try to think of one more. Oh um, God, this is just like Perry Mason.
1: <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm going to turn it all over, all <laughs> around on you.
2: And then this question is going to get me in the housetalk.
1: What is? No, this is this will be a nice question to end it on. Uh, what is your favorite childhood memory?
2: Ah. Uh... I have lots of, I had a pretty good childhood, so I, there was some ups and downs, but it was mostly good. I think maybe when I was six, there's I'm going to give two, and I don't know which is going to be my favorite, but I like them both. When I was, my sixth birthday, my family took me downtown to the Sam Eric, which no longer exists, to see Superman the movie. And it was, it was, may not have been the first movie i ever saw in the theater, but it was one of the first, and I was obsessed with Superman. So it was outstanding, and it was, it's a, it was an Art Deco, really neat theater, and that didn't phase me at the time. But looking back, it was probably pretty cool. Second, when I was like too old for this, but not t- too, too old, we went to Disney. I was maybe – Disney nine, World or Disneyland? Disney World. We flew down. I was 9 or 10, but I was obsessed with television as I am now. And I knew that when kids go on airplanes, they bring a teddy bear. So I insisted on bringing Curious George because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so I brought Curious George in the airplane, and I was – Slightly too old, but not old enough to care or for anybody else to care. So like nine. You know what I mean? It's not – I didn't really need it, but I wanted it. So I brought – it was a great time at Disney as – you know. I like Disney then. I like it now. But we're walking around Disney, and I have Curious George. And like five or six kids came up to me and asked me where I bought it. And they really I wanted know. that Curious George. So, yeah, those are two great memories. And did you say Curious George is not a Disney property idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I just said up my ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that well that reminds me okay not really a question but uh but kind of a sub question it actually Amos and Andy brought it up but then Disney brought it up again did you ever see Song of the South No <laughs> it played in theaters when i was a kid like before they yanked it um so i did see it
2: How bad was it You know
1: i, I was so young i think i think i was young enough not to really understand the Racist caricaturing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought it was like a kind of okay Disney movie. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, it was. It's a weird one. I don't. I didn't like the kind that kind when I was a kid, where it was a mixture of live action and cartoons. Same. It was, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I wanted all animation, but exactly. All right. Well, I guess this uh, completes my portion. Now I can just sit back and relax and give one-word answers to your questions. But first, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Goodbye, everyone.
0: We had a comrade, a brave comrade He could talk for whole days But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Jean Miro To computers wearing earphones oh. He almost died from conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke parks, greyhound racing, steeplechasing Goodest creation the land of the and right
1: back to the start. It's gonna take some time and patience but all the best and we're back uh with my boring fucking life that Pat's gonna ask me about now um, so let's get to it Pat time is, time is money and money is time, which means we're all rich except Uh, people who are dying
2: very soon and they're rich in spirit
1: yeah poor in money and poor in time and money is time where did you grow up question one uh i grew up so i was born in brazil uh but my parents were both american citizens i don't I never remember what they were doing down there. I've asked my mom like 50 times and it's such a boring story that I always forget. Uh, hey, anyway, wait,
2: you're not joking.
1: No, I was born in Brazil. <laughs>
2: Are you joking or not?
1: I am not Brazil. joking. I was born in Brazil. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass going to get my fucking, uh, passport always. Cause I have like this Brazilian, uh, birth certificate issued by the U S state department. And, and my real name is not John Elliott. You probably knew that too. Um,
2: no, I didn't know that.
1: My name is Jean Dumas. My dad was French, my real dad. Uh, he left when I was four. Uh, my stepdad's last name was Elliot, so I just kind of started going with that, and I went with John because I got tired of uh, my grade school teacher saying Jean. <laughs> so legally, my name is not John Elliot, um, although it's on like my social security card and my, my birth certificate, but not my passport. Um, so anyway, all that conspired to make it really difficult to get a passport for me. Um, and I have to have a AKA on the back page of my passport and shit. Anyway, born in Brazil, but, uh, my parents were from Oakland. So, uh, lived in Oakland for, until I was, uh, well, actually we, we lived in Oklahoma for like maybe a year. Um, and then back to Oakland, um. Until I was about six, uh, and then we moved to Antioch, which is a um, shitty suburb, uh, East Bay, California. Um, And that's where I went to most of my school and high school and stuff. So that's where I grew up.
2: Man, I'm glad I asked that. I thought it was just going to be – I knew about Oklahoma and Oakland. I didn't know about the whole Brazilian stuff. That is awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a pain in the ass. It sucks, yeah. Follow-up question. How worried are you about the Zika virus?
1: Oh, I am worried about the Zika virus because I'm um, currently pregnant. So, Well, you know, as a
2: Brazilian, you should.
1: Yeah, I, oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that thing, uh, you know, it's retroactive. Everybody born there has it. So, yeah, I'm very worried about the Zika virus. Um, although, I do feel like uh, if I, once my baby comes out um zika would be a good name for it boy or girl
2: well zeke for boy zika for girl no i
1: think zika for both if, if it's zika a boy he's almost guaranteed to be in some kind of boy
2: band well then you're set for life yes exactly on average how many times a day do you breathe
1: i would say between two and three um i take as you know uh I'm a big fan of Transcendental Meditation, so I've got it down to that. Uh, My heartbeat is uh, one a day, so I'm pretty chill.
2: Have you ever done anything you or anyone else would consider heroic?
1: Man, I really don't think so. I mean, it's kind of sad. I used to, this is the truth, I used to, like, fantasize, this is... Jesus Christ, what a neurotic fucker I was. Uh, I used to fantasize that I would die, like, saving a woman from being raped or something, you know? Like, doing something super heroic? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I don't really think that's my character.
2: Like, oh, uh, you don't think you would, even if you're in the situation? You I mean, be I, I would like I to think, think, think would. I would. Yeah. I, yeah,
1: I would hope so, but I think I'm probably just going to choke on a Snickers bar when I die. I don't think I've done anything <laughs> heroic, um, aside from the... Uh, odd no uh, (laughs) like there have been times where like um this obviously uh crazy creepy dude got on bart once and he like it was a pretty empty train and he made a beeline for this like young woman and just went and sat right next to her and it was super weird and and so i got up and uh i was like hey do you uh need help getting up to her and, you know, but that's not really heroic.
2: That's pretty heroic. That's, I, would, I would classify that as heroic. Yeah, that's,
1: that's as close as I've ever gotten. That's so more no. than I've
2: done. So that's a good one.
1: Yeah. Nope. I am not but heroic. I was, think,
2: I was actually, it's funny because I was thinking what I would do in that kind of situation today because someone posted an article about um, why women smile through harassment and about what men think of that. Right. Which. So how did she react when you, when you asked?
1: She seemed relieved and she was like, no, thanks. I'm okay. Oh,
2: that's I was nice. like, all
1: right. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, it, it kind of annoyed me that nobody sitting close to her would did anything. But anyway, uh, no, I would say overall I've never done anything heroic.
2: Well I haven't either. So you went up on me with that one. So some guy invents a time-traveling machine called the Yobo. He takes the Yobo to 1942. He grabs a musician from a big band. What questions do you have for him and what music do you want to share with him? Wait, for the
1: musician or the guy who invented the Yobo?
2: That's true. It that is kind of, well, both, since I've, I've worded the question so weirdly. So the for the guy who invented the Yobo,
1: um, I would want to ask him, who the hell do you think you are and how dare you? For the musician, I would like to think it would be Gene Krupa. And uh, I would, first of all, have him teach me to play drums his way. And uh, then the music I'd share with him um, would probably be Slayer.
2: <laughs> it's a good choice. Uh, let's see. What, what should I ask next? Okay. Here's, oh, do you keep in touch with any childhood friends?
1: Yes. One. Uh, he was the best man at my wedding. Um, we, we've known each other since eighth grade. So I guess that's considered childhood. Uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I keep in touch with him, Tony. Uh, we actually went and saw Bob mold a couple months ago. Um, but that's it. Uh, I've had a lot of people from childhood friend me on facebook and then i friended them and found out what shit bags they were and <laughs> unfriended them.
2: you have lots much less patience with shit bags than i do i really
1: do well i feel like facebook is i don't know that's where i go to keep in touch with people and listen, and hear from people like that i actually like yeah so i don't yeah. feel yeah i don't feel any pressure especially from somebody i haven't seen in like 25 years or whatever what do i care
2: it's funny. I I keep in touch with a couple childhood friends, and one of them is also named Tony, but it's not the same person. Or is it? As, as far as I know. Follow up question: Do you consider yourself a curmudgeon? Less so than I used to
1: be. I think. You know, I play up the curmudgeon persona on this podcast, but I think in reality, uh, I'm happier now than I than I have been, and less cynical.
2: I'd agree with that.
1: Yeah. But probably to a lot of people's definition of curmudgeon, I probably fall under. Still.
2: Well, yeah, by getting rid of people on Facebook.
1: Yeah, Just exactly. By virtue
2: of that. And uh, by
1: throwing oranges at nuns.
2: Well, they catch them. They make orange juice. That's Everybody true. Everyone's happy. What rec- What recreational drugs have you used?
1: Uh, well, obviously marijuana. Um, do painkillers count as recreational drugs if they're prescription? Oh, it depends on how you use them. Yeah, I abused them, so I would say yeah. Uh, uh, LSD and let's see, I, that might be it. Oh, ecstasy. Um, oh shit! Actually, the time that I took LSD, um, we smoked weed too, and it was like weed laced with uh, angel dust. So that was a bad. <laughs> that was a bad weekend. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Never speed. I had this. There was this uh, girl I really liked when I was in, I want to say, ninth grade. And um, she was a year older. And I was friends with her brother, so I was over at her house a lot. Um, and one time she gave me some speed, just gave it to me. And uh, I took it because I wanted to be, you know, I wanted her to like me. But I went home and flushed it down the toilet. Speed, you, speed you, always scared me.
2: You took it, but you didn't take it, I said. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I took the bag, and then I got rid of it.
2: Um, which would you ever use any of those again?
1: Yeah, probably weed. I might, I might use uh, ecstasy again. In the right circumstances, I would like to try shrooms. I've never done that.
2: I thought shrooms were LSD. They're not.
1: They're no, just... no, LSD's chemical.
2: Oh, and shrooms are just natural. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I didn't like the chemical high from LSD. So, but I would like to try like a more natural. Um, but even so, like I'll, you know, I'll smoke weed once every couple of years, maybe just so I'm not an asshole about it, but I'm not, <laughs> it doesn't do for me what it once did. So
2: I don't, I've never tried it. I, I, I just assume it would make me paranoid.
1: It can. Yeah. It, I mean, I guess it depends on the strain. Like I don't know anything about any of that shit, but yeah, it def that's definitely why I stopped taking it. Cause it started making me super paranoid. Um, but also like when i it's not even like super paranoia but it's kind of a type of paranoia but whenever i smoke i feel like oh fuck i'm just useless now like and you know i'm not going to be able to do anything for the next couple hours that requires any kind of fine motor skills or reasoning or anything so it kind of like freaks me out a little bit you know mm-hmm.
2: yeah lack of control yeah <clears throat> excuse me um how often do you write
1: man i used to write every day now <clears throat> I've gotten totally out of the habit. Um, I'd like to say I try to write every day, but that's not true. Um, I don't know. I guess averaging it all together, I'd say once a week.
2: Do you do you ever try to get published?
1: I've never tried to get published. I don't know why that is. Um,
2: yeah, your stuff is good that I've read.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just I guess I'm not really like super ambitious in that way. If I get enough good stuff together, maybe I would I would try to submit it.
2: Um, is there a place you've never
1: been to that you'd like to go? Oh, yeah. Uh, the whole continent of Africa. I mean, I don't want to go to the whole continent, but never been to Africa. But it's one of those things where, like, I would really have to research the country to know. Because I don't want to be like that, you know, cheap holiday and other people's misery kind of exploitative yeah. vacation. Yeah. Um, but I know there are, you know obviously not all of africa is is suffering like there are there's plenty of wealth and stuff in some places um so i yeah i would like to i'd like to find out the right place to go to in africa just to just to see that culture i mean it's such a huge continent and i've never
2: been um now as far as the holiday and someone's misery does it, even though it it like you're Benefiting from the cheapness from their their bad lives, but doesn't going there actually help their their economy? Isn't so is that a good thing? I think it can help their economy, but I don't
1: I don't think in in some cases that the economy benefits the people on the lowest rungs. You know, I think oh, they're, I see, yeah. they're still being exploited for your pleasure
2: and you they're know, not getting any. Benefit they're not getting it. anything from okay. it.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Africa, um, South America might be nice to go back to Brazil. Um, once this Zika virus has run its course and uh and the kidnappings are a thing of the past, yeah, I don't know. you know it'd be nice to go everywhere Australia, I've never been to Australia basically basically everywhere I haven't been that's not <laughs> true. I'd not super keen on uh, visiting the Middle East right now <laughs> even even Israel not you know. Not super appealing but yeah, yeah lots of places
2: uh, wh- where's your next trip don't know
1: it was gonna be Hong Kong um, I think we want to try to go to London and Paris but maybe we'll end up going to New York or New Orleans first I don't know we haven't planned anything that that Europe trip like wiped us out so yeah it was a good one it was aside from aside from the Paris bombing
2: yeah, yes. Uh, you're stuck in some sort of box, and you're allowed to have one book, one CD, and one movie to view. You're there for three weeks. Um, this isn't a question. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, thanks. No, you can tell me what...
1: Okay, so it's only for three weeks. Just three weeks, yeah. Okay, that makes it easier. So, I think this... Easier, but still three weeks. It's gonna, you're going to finish that book
2: faster than three weeks. But go ahead.
1: Maybe. All right, so the book I will bring is uh lipstick traces a secret history of the 20th century by grill but you've already read it yeah i know but it's a long book it rewards reading and it's long yeah and it's kind of dense so it takes a while to get through uh cd would be i think for three weeks i'd probably pick uh revolver by the beatles
2: really i i there's no way i'd pick anything pop i'd have to pick jazz because after like 100 listens I would be sick of, of Papa Jazz just jazz can you can listen to constantly and never get sick of it but go ahead
1: I can listen to Revolver constantly and never get I mean I have for shit 35 years now so um and okay and a movie Mhm You know what if I'm going to be stuck in a box I'm bringing an airplane <laughs> That's a good choice Yeah I mean have some fun I'm not going to bring some super downer movie
2: uh, I I would have much more problems with the book because I was when I asked this question I was thinking about what book and I was thinking well maybe Ulysses I'll finally finish it but then like well I'm there for three weeks and if I don't want to read Ulysses I'm kind of stuck fucked
1: yeah yeah no sorry anyway, no that's,
2: I, sorry, I, no, that's
1: I stand by those picks you know what maybe uh so maybe Sign of the Times by Prince too one of those two that or Revolver either one would work.
2: If you spin around 45 times and then face forward, what direction you're facing and what color is your underwear?
1: Uh, you're facing north by southeast, uh, 45 degrees, uh, one degree of arc, and um, the color of your underwear is completely brown and yellow. If
2: you know what I mean, after spinning around 45 times. That's very good. That you got. This is the first one you got correct. When you were 12, what did you think your adult life would be like?
1: When I was 12, all right, let me try to think to 12. So at 12, I think I thought uh I think I probably still wanted to be a driver for uh, to drive a Pepsi truck so I could have all the free Pepsi I wanted. <laughs> um, but I also thought maybe a priest, which is
2: <laughs> that's
1: funny. Um, Yeah, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really have any kind of concrete visions of the future like to me adults were like another country and you know kids were kids it didn't it didn't really line up in my mind that you know you you go out and do this stuff and everybody's just kind of making it up and getting lucky um it was hard to picture myself as an adult i guess is what i'm saying but yeah as careers those were it a pepsi truck driver or a priest
2: I think I've talked about this before, but when I was around that age, I, I wanted to be either a policeman or a cab driver. You did. That's so it, weird. But I had, I convinced myself I couldn't do either because I didn't know directions very well. And it never crossed my mind that I could learn it. It was just like something that you knew. You knew how to get to one part of the city to the other. And if you didn't know that, you couldn't be a cab screwed.
1: driver. Yeah, it's like taking the uh, the test in London.
2: <laughs> Same question, 18.
1: 18. Oh, fuck. Uh, 18... I thought, um, man, I was so up in the air. I, I thought uh, OBGYN. Is that real? Yeah. Uh, physics, a physicist, or a filmmaker.
2: And 25. Oh, obviously
1: sure. I did all three of those. <laughs>
2: At once. And
1: yeah, and I'm now That's renowned That's a film that no one wants to see. The Ben Franklin of my time. No, they don't.
2: 25.
1: <sighs> I think I'd given up. Uh, wow. cause I was in the army in 25, um, just some, just something not in the army. Well, I actually thought, I think I thought I would do something with my army training when I got out, which I did. And then realized how much I hated it, um, and gave up on it, but, and that, and I wasn't very good at it. That's, that's another thing. Like I did, I tested missile systems, um, electronic and computer components and missile systems and I did some like programming and stuff and uh so you know I thought I'd get some kind of electronics gig um but I just wasn't I didn't have the aptitude for it and it really sucks working a job where you only halfway knew, know what you're doing
0: yeah
1: especially when you're going on call to fix people's shit um <laughs> and half the time I would fix things I didn't know how I did it and I like at least got it to work for five minutes so that I could get the fuck out of there so yeah, that was terrible. Uh, I yeah, I didn't I didn't know at
2: that point. I think uh, that kind of job is the worst when you have a conscience because you're like, you want to do a good job, but you don't know what you're doing, and you don't you don't want to lie to the people. Right. At least for me. So.
1: No, that no, that's it exactly. And I did have to end up lying, or at least pretending I fix it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Same uh, last last age thirty five. <sighs> Fuck thirty five.
1: Man, it's weird. I can remember less about that time. Uh, 35, I probably thought um, Writer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, what do I do? First album you ever bought on purpose. Elvis's Golden
1: Records by Elvis Presley.
2: <laughs> First album you ever bought on accident.
1: Oh, on accident. Um, shoot. Probably something that I just bought because of the cover and it sucked. Um, <laughs> man, but I don't. I couldn't. T- oh, yeah, I do know actually. I think I was probably fourteen. I bought this album by this group called Heavy Petting. <laughs> it was awful. It was like hard rock shit. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: movie of your life. Who plays you? I don't know. I
1: think I kind of gotta go with uh, David Letterman
2: really i thought you'd say will arnett
1: oh that would be a good choice i think maybe he's a little too caustic
2: <laughs> who does the voiceover narration
1: oh obviously jack Hay.
2: yeah well she has to what's what's your relationship with like with your family mm,
1: i don't know you know we see each other maybe once a year that's cool
2: has it has it gotten better As I've gotten gotten older?
1: Better as I've gotten older. Yeah. Because you, you know, you stop holding shit against them. And, you know, your parents get old and frail and stuff. You start feeling more sorry for them. Uh, Uh, Yeah, it's, you know, whatever. I have no, I don't hold any grudges anymore. But once a year is good. Plaid? Yes.
2: Yobo goes to Hollywood, 1978. He takes, well, the guy who made the Yobo takes a 50-year-old character actor. Uh, I can't say his name, but he brings him back. So you have any questions for him? Movies you like to show him? All right. First of
1: all, is it Charles Durning? I can't say. All right, shit. Um, Brian Dennehy? All right. Well, you do do know you just named the same person. (laughs) What questions do I ask him? Mm Mm-hmm. Um is there is there still any chance for somebody ugly like me and like you to uh break into Hollywood?
2: Well, you know the answer that 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 chance ends in 1982. I
1: know. Damn it. So I wasted my question for the great
2: Charles Dennehy. <laughs> um best time of your life. Uh now. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I don't.
1: Man, you know, I've never gone to a high school reunion. I don't get those people. Who?
2: No, I don't either. Yeah. And I'm. Yeah. Anyway, follow up. Worst time of your life.
1: Man, uh, thirteen to twenty. Yeah. Um, with with a a good year when I had. A uh, high school girlfriend that that I was happy with for a little while, and then and then back to the ship. Actually, probably, I, I would say 13 to 27, being fair. That's when I got out of the Army.
2: Oh, uh, so <clears> some <throat> of it was internal and some was external. Yeah. Uh, forced to eat only one food for dinner for the rest of your life. <sighs> <sighs> um,
1: man. Is chiclets a meal? <laughs> no, it would be, it would definitely be burrito. Carne asada, burrito. Well,
2: you don't have, so you're kind of limiting yourself. If you just say burrito, you could say sometimes it would be carne asada. Oh, that's true. Sometimes it'll be, uh, what's what's the pork, or do, carne asada's pork? Carnitas. Carnitas, you get carnitas? So yeah, yeah, and well, you'd never get chicken, but you could if you just I could burrito. also
1: get shrimp, yeah. So, oh,
2: yeah. That's yeah. true. Okay, yeah, burrito. a great choice. I take yeah. it back, burrito. quack, 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 quack. Wahookie. Uh,
1: Chahookie, Hookie, Waka Waka -waka
2: Wookie. (laughs) I'm sorry to cut you off in the middle of your answer. What would you say to your 12 year old self? Invest in Apple. (laughs) He doesn't have any money. 18.
1: Um. (laughs) Fucking. Uh. Go to college. 25. Well, if I had already talked to my 18-year-old self and I'd gone to college when I was 25.
2: No, no. These are all separate conversations. Okay.
1: Uh, 25. Um, uh, no condition is permanent.
2: 35. It gets better. <laughs> That's the of <problem>. Everybody. <laughs> If you had a secret benefactor who paid room, board, and entertainment for a year with the caveat that you had to write and the work you had to do would have to be as commercial as you can make it, no selling out, just what, what you would want to sell, what form would it take? The writing? Mm-hmm. You know, would you write novels? novel short Sitcom? Oh, sitcom? Yeah. Uh, sitcom? Yep. That's fun. Uh...
1: And you said as com- my idea of commercial, right?
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to sell – like, you don't have to change your ideas, but just what you, you think would sell.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sitcom.
2: Uh, you happy with the relationship you have with your kids?
1: yes I'm um, maybe not you know the greatest dad ever but
2: yeah, I am yeah you you see them a lot and they like you you like them so that's good uh, I don't know if I have many left oh I did have one where is it? I had one that I was looking forward to seeing the answer to and I've lost it Oh let's go to this one before we go to that What's the worst thing you ever did to anyone?
1: I don't know i've you know when i when i had depression i used to be really assholish and like i would definitely especially if someone kind of annoyed me i would like find their weakest point or the thing that they hated most and just do that (sighs) to them yeah it was really bad like I, i yeah i'm not proud of any of that i've done that definitely I could I definitely hone in on weakness and and exploit it which is not cool. Um, I also one time when I was uh 14, I guess I was drunk behind this uh movie theater with some friends and uh behind the movie theater there were like there was a, a fence and it was like people's yards back there and and uh, one of my friends dared me to throw a brick through and I threw it and I heard this plate glass windows shatter. and ran and i felt like horrible about that for years so yeah uh
2: let's get more positive what's your favorite movie the same question you gave me What one movie
1: if i yeah i know it's impossible so i'm just gonna say uh bicycle thieves or the bicycle thief depending on how you
2: say it that's a good one and a final question what are you most looking forward to right now
1: the sweet embrace of death
2: No, I tried to make it positive and you brought us down most looking forward to,
1: um, I don't know, getting older and not, and giving even less of a shit about things that don't matter. And, you know, the ability to travel and, uh, spend time with the people I care about just being, uh, being chill for once in my stupid life. And being able to enjoy stuff. I think that's it. And, you know, all the new technology, too. I do love that stuff. The end.
2: That's my final question.
1: All right. Well, I think we've learned a lot about each other today. And uh...
2: Yeah, I, I didn't expect to learn something I didn't know. I, I had no idea. So I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. I, I mean, no, I, was... I
1: think we've kind of ruined our
2: relationship. Well, I I didn't say anything bad. This whole thing where you're not actually related to Chris Elliot is is really shook in my world.
1: Yeah. Well, we might be distantly related. Well, I mean, it is my stepdad, so no, that's not. No,
2: true. I'm talking about blood.
1: Yeah, I know. No, no blood relation. Although I did name my second son Chris Elliot, so. And that's why the relationship is so bad. <laughs> All right. Well, this was fun. Um, this is very fun. At one oh. point. In the future, we'll probably do something pop culture related again.
2: What were you going to say? Oh, I was just thinking it's almost time for recommendations and I oh, to recommendations. Oh,
1: shit. Sh- yes, it is. Recommendations, Asians, Asians, um, Asians, Asians. All right. I'm going to recommend. So, I'm cheating on my all women reading. Uh, I didn't want to do it, but this book I had to. Uh, it's called Trouble Boys. The. Uh, hold on. What's the subtitle? Um, Trouble Boys The True Story of the Replacements so I pretty much had to read that mm-hmm. and I'm uh, about halfway through and I'm loving it just all the dysfunction involved with that band and their like family backgrounds and stuff uh, yeah that's my recommendation
2: I have two but I can't remember the name of the album so I'll just do the book Maybe I'm I can gonna... help you with the album Oh, it's like the the name of the album is the initials of the band, like S-I-L-V-B, something like that. It's kind of like Susie and the Banshees. Oh,
1: uh, School
2: of Seven Bells? Yeah, I knew you'd get it. Have you listened to it? I haven't. Really good. School of Seven Bells, S-V-I-I-B. I Uh, I recommend everyone should listen to it. It's it's great. And uh, the other recommendation is a young adult novel by Rainbow Rowell. uh, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. How do you spell name. it? R O W E L L. Okay. Rowell. Anyway, she also wrote Eleanor and Park, which was kind of a, a big hit a couple of years ago, and I think this came out about the same time. And it's called Fangirl. It's about a high school girl, who, or no, I'm sorry, a a fresh a college freshman who is a a like a Harry Potter, not Harry, like a, a the the character in the book is something else, but a, like a a, a novel a, a fan of a novel who writes. Uh, fan fiction and uh, it's her relationship in real life and what her relationship is like to the character she likes and it's a really good book it's touching it's sweet and uh I recommend it
1: so does she write like sexy fanfic
2: no just no just kind of just sexy but not stories it's, it's slash because the the fanfic she writes has the <clears throat> two male characters in this fantasy novel getting together but it's not like pornography it's yeah. just and I think it was a interesting look at that that subculture in this novel. I mean, I've never really been big into it, but I, I, I always I find it interesting that it exists. Me and too. I, I think she did a good job of looking at it and then like a, a, a way that doesn't judge it. but it, you know it's it's a good book. So Hey,
1: where's our fanfic? I haven't seen any pop culture continuum fanfic anywhere.
2: Well, it's starting now after my answer earlier.
1: Michael Morris, get on it. All right. I guess
2: that does it for this week.
1: Uh,
2: if you'd like to write to us, write to us at popculturecontinuum at com. like us on Facebook, rate us highly on iTunes, and tell your friends to listen, because most of the time we actually do pop culture stuff.
1: Yeah, occasionally. Uh, all right. Well, this was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. And then uh, next week, we don't know what we're doing. We'll figure out. Probably a sitcom, I'm going to guess. Yeah, Maybe cuz we're lazy but uh thanks for listening thanks for waiting for us to come back and uh until next time goodbye everybody
2: goodbye
0: it's not a crime to be innocent these things we have not done but you're not some little child spring is past and gone hey, hey, hey. Well, i Your smile remains so